Hey guys, I just quickly wanted to pop in here so that I could thank you guys for tuning into Bright Mid today. This is our very first podcast, guys, and we're going to be talking about ghosts. But for the future, we've got a lot of things planned. We are going to be covering myths, science, economics, sports, and history on this podcast. So if you like any of those topics, just go ahead and hit the follow button. It would really help us a lot. And with all that said, without any further ado, let's just jump into the episode. Ghosts, what are they? Do they exist or is it all just a hoax? We all in our lifetime have heard many stories of the ones who came back from their graves. The ones who didn't rest in peace, the ones who haunt a certain spot and the ones who are still here even when they're gone. We've heard stories of haunted houses or the road where you can give a ride to a phantom hitchhiker and the places where the screams of the dead could still be heard. Hello, my dear darling people. My name is Sanatan Pagare and thanks for tuning into Bright Myth. Today we are going to look into the history of ghosts and we are going to discuss the science behind ghostly apparitions to answer the question, are ghosts real? Ghost stories are prevalent in every single culture around the world. Ghost stories also go way back in history as all ancient cultures such as the Egyptians, the Mayans, the inhabitants of Vedic India and ancient China have some depiction of spirits and ghosts. But what exactly is a ghost? A ghost could be defined as the soul or the spirit of a dead person which could appear to the living. The existence of an afterlife is widely accepted in a number of cultures around the world, but the existence of ghosts is considered unnatural because they are spirits of dead people which cannot move on to the afterlife and are often associated with a reaction of fear. Scientists have linked the idea of the belief of the presence of a person within a person which is called a soul or a spirit amongst ancient cultures to a person's breath, which appears visibly as white mist when exhaled in colder climates. Scientists believe this to be the reason why in most cultures ghosts which are spirits of dead people appear to be in a misty or airy form. Ghosts in early classical stories appeared as smoky figures of the deceased but sometimes were also depicted substantially wearing the same clothes in which the person had died with holding on to the wounds that killed them. Ghosts were also a part of the ancient Mesopotamian culture. It is believed that Abrahamic religions inherited the idea of ghosts from the ancient Mesopotamians. The Mesopotamian people believe that the ghosts are created at the time of death and they retain the traits and physical appearance of the deceased person. They also held on to the memories from back when they were alive when they moved on to the netherworld. Mesopotamians also believed if the ghosts did not perform the duties they were assigned to in the netherworld, they could be cursed to inflict pain and illness onto the living. And that is why the traditional healing practices of Mesopotamians associated a number of different illnesses to the doings of ghosts. Ghosts were also widely believed to exist by the ancient Egyptians and they were believed to possess the ability to either help or torment the living. But the Egyptian belief on ghosts changed over the course of time and this could be seen in the depiction of ghosts on the famous Egyptian hieroglyphs and inscriptions from different eras. The Egyptian Book of the Dead talks about the different beliefs on ghosts in the Egyptian culture during that time. The Egyptians believed that a human soul was made up of many parts. According to ancient Egyptian creation myths, the god Atum created the world out of chaos. Utilizing his own magic, and because the earth was created with magic, Egyptians believed that the world was imbued with magic and so was every living thing upon it. When humans were created, that magic took the form of the soul, an eternal force which resided in every human being. 
The concept of the soul and the parts which encompass it varied from the old kingdom to the new kingdom, at times changing from one dynasty to another, from five parts to more. In ancient Greek culture, ghosts appear in Homer's Odyssey and Iliad, in which they were depicted as vanishing into vapor and as white misty figures. These ghosts had very little interaction with the world of the living. The belief in ghosts in ancient Greece also changed over time, and by 5th century BC, the ghosts had turned into frightening and haunting entities that can either work to help the living or to harm them. The inhabitants of ancient Rome also believed in ghosts. As Plutarch described in 1st century AD the haunting of the baths at Chaeronea by the ghost of a man who was brutally murdered. Plutarch described that the frightful groans of the ghosts made the people in town seal their windows and doors at night. We also have accounts of ghost sightings and possessions from the Middle Ages and during this time ghosts in Europe were categorized into two types, which were the souls of dead people and demons. In medieval Europe it was believed that the ghosts of dead people returned to the world of the living for a specific purpose, whereas the demons only existed to torment the people. It was believed that most ghosts were sent to purgatory where they had to atone for their sins, whereas the demons lived in hell. Most religions in the world have some depictions of ghosts in their literature. The Hebrew Bible, for instance, has many references to ghosts. The most notable reference is that of the one in the first book of Samuel, where King Saul in disguise asked the witch of Endor to conduct a seance to summon the great prophet Samuel's ghost. Even in the New Testament, Jesus had to convince the people that he has been resurrected and that he is not a ghost. Many Christian denominations believe ghosts to be entities that are tied to earth but don't exist in material plane. With the concept of reincarnation, which exists in Buddhism, a person can be born into a number of different planes, and one of those planes is that of the hungry ghosts. It is believed by the Buddhists that if the hungry ghosts are fed by non-relatives, then the community could be saved by the torment that the hungry ghosts might inflict. The Buddhists also celebrate the ghost festival to celebrate the Buddhist virtue of compassion. Ghosts are believed to exist in majority of the cultures around the world. In India, the ghosts are referred to as Bhut. They are believed to haunt a certain spot and are considered to be the souls of dead people who are still stuck in the world of the living, either because they have some unfinished business or if they had an untimely death. Even within India, the belief in ghosts may change from one region to another because of the country's rich diversity. Ghosts are part of Thai folklore, the Chinese folklore and the Japanese folklore. The Chinese believe ghosts can appear in many different forms and are often harmful in nature. Even Confucius said, respect ghosts and gods but also keep away from them. The Japanese call the ghosts Yuroi and like their western counterparts, they are also tortured souls of the deceased that cannot move on to the afterlife. From Mexico to Korea, all cultures have prevalent ghost stories and a significant amount of people even today consider ghosts to be real. Although ghosts are present in folklore around the world, the most famous ghost stories are all fairly recent and a significant amount of these popular stories all come from the countries of the UK and the USA. We have all heard of the Enfield Poltergeist and Amityville as they are two of the most documented hauntings of all time. People's interest in paranormal investigations and research increased with the development of photography, movie making and with the advancements in print media. The development in technologies in late 1800s and early 1900s, authors started to write new horror stories and novels. 
Newspapers started dedicating a section to real-life ghost stories, and photographers turned into professional spirit photographers, citing how profitable the idea of existence of an afterlife was. The first photographer to disputably capture a ghost in a photo was an American amateur photographer by the name of William Mueller, and his first ghost photo captured an apparition of his dead cousin. Mueller's knack for capturing ghosts on film got popular and with time he became a professional. In the beginning, experts were unable to find anything fake with Mueller's photos, and therefore, Mueller got even more famous and rich capturing the deceased in photos for the people who have lost their relatives in the American Civil War. But later, it was found that Mueller had been faking the ghostly apparitions the whole time. His most notable work was that of capturing the apparition of late President Abraham Lincoln in a photo of Mary Todd Lincoln. As owning a camera became much more common, by 1880s, so did the craze for ghost photography, especially amongst those who wanted to prey on people's emotions to make some profit. During this time, one of the most famous ghost photographs was taken in 1891. This photograph was taken while Sybil Corbett was taking a photo of the library in Combermere Abbey in Cheshire, England. Corbett captured an outline of a man's head, collar and right arm sitting on a chair in the library. It was said to be the ghost of Lord Combermere who had recently died in a riding accident. Skepticism for this photo grew from the very moment it was made public. The skeptics said that it could have easily been a worker at the house who might have briefly sat on the chair while the exposure took place. By World War I, ghost photography and spiritualism had gained some notable supporters such as Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Doyle was also a member of the Ghost Club which was founded in 1862 and is believed to be the oldest foundation for paranormal research in the world. The loss of life in many countries around the world during the First World War attracted the grieving people towards ghost photography, as they desperately wanted to make contact with their deceased loved ones. An Englishman by the name of William Hope by that time had already established himself as a renowned spirit photographer. He was one of the first photographers to provide his services to the people who have lost their relatives in the war. The Englishman like Mueller was also accused of fraud and his photos were examined by famous paranormal investigator Harry Price in 1922. And it was found that Hove was conning the people by double exposing two glass plates at the same time, one featuring a ghostly image and the second to record the combination of the client and the ghost. A decade later, Price investigated another ghost photograph which was taken in Norfolk in 1936 by photographer Captain Hubert Provan and his assistant Indra Shira from the bottom of the grand staircase at Raynham Hall. The two were able to snap a vapor leaf form gradually assuming the shape of a woman and heading downstairs where the photographer and his assistant stood. The photo was later dubbed the Brown Lady. The believers call it to be the ghost of Lady Dorothy Townsend, who was believed to be haunting the building since 1726 following her mysterious death. Speaking of price, let us now discuss briefly about paranormal investigations, which is most commonly known as ghost hunting. What is ghost hunting? Ghost hunting could be defined as the process of investigating reportedly haunted spots which might involve a team trying to collect evidence to support the presence of the paranormal. Ghost hunters or paranormal investigators usually use a number of different equipments to collect evidence of the paranormal, such as EMF meters, digital thermometers, static and handheld digital cameras, thermographic and night vision cameras, etc. Harry Price is widely regarded as one of the pioneers of paranormal investigations. Price was a British parapsychologist and author who gained prominence and fame through his investigations of physical phenomena and his exposing of fraudulence in the field of ghost photography and psychic mediums. Ed and Lorraine Warren 
are other prominent paranormal investigators who got famous from their investigations of the Amityville House, the Enfield Poltergeist and the demonic Annabelle doll. The Warrens' investigations of these cases have been all adapted in the Warner Brothers' The Conjuring movie universe. And the success of these movies have made Ed and Lorraine Warren pretty much the most renowned paranormal investigators of all time. The Warrens like calling themselves demonologists trying to sell what they were doing as a legitimate science. John Zephyrs is another name that got very popular researching the paranormal. The scientists widely accept paranormal research as a pseudoscience and there are a number of skeptics of ghost hunting. Now let us discuss the science involved with people experiencing the paranormal. The Science and Logic of Ghosts One difficulty in evaluating ghosts is that a surprisingly wide variety of phenomena are attributed to ghosts. From a door closing on its own, to missing keys, to a cold area in a hallway, to a vision of a dead relative. When sociologists Dennis and Michelle Vasco interviewed ghost experiences for their 2016 book Ghostly Encounters – The Hauntings of Everyday Life, they found that many participants were not sure that they had encountered a ghost and remained uncertain that such phenomena were even possible, simply because they did not see something that approximated the conventional image of a ghost. Instead, many of the respondents were simply convinced that they had experienced something uncanny, something inexplicable, extraordinary, mysterious or eerie. Thus, many people who got on record as claiming to have had a ghostly experience didn't necessarily see anything that most people would recognize as a classic ghost. And in fact, they may have had completely different experiences whose only common factor is that it could not be readily explained. According to research in animalistic psychology, Visions of ghosts may arise from hypnagogic hallucinations. In a study into alleged hauntings came the conclusion that people consistently report unusual experiences in haunted areas because of environmental factors which may differ across locations. Some of these factors included the variance of local magnetic field, size of location and the lighting level stimuli of which witnesses may not be consciously aware. Some researchers have speculated that changes in geomagnetic field could stimulate the brain's temporal lobes and produce many of the experiences associated with hauntings. Six possible scientific reasons for ghosts are low frequency sounds, mold, carbon monoxide, the power of suggestion, drafts, and that we enjoy being afraid. Low frequency sounds. Human ears have trouble hearing low frequency sounds below 20 Hz known as infrasound, but such sounds do not go totally unnoticed. In a 2003 study, 22% of concert goers who were exposed to sounds at 17 Hz reported feeling uneasy or sorrowful, getting chills, or nervous feelings of revulsion and fear. So what are some of the more ordinary origins of such low-frequency sounds? Weather events like earthquakes and volcanic activity or lightning and communication between animals including elephants, whales and hippos can all produce infrasounds. And if you don't live by any volcanoes or hippos but still think your house may be haunted, human beings may also be responsible in creating these low-frequency sounds via diesel engines, wind turbines and some loudspeakers or chemical explosions. Mold Breathing in toxic mold can be bad for your respiratory system, but it can also be bad for your brain. Exposure to mold is known to cause neurologic symptoms like delirium, dementia or irrational fears. So is it a coincidence that the houses we suspect are haunted also tend to be in disrepair and so quite possibly full of toxic mold? Scientists have worked to draw a firm link between the presence of mold and reported ghost sightings, but so far 
the evidence is mostly anecdotal. Carbon monoxide. Just as breathing in mold could lead us to see, hear and feel things that aren't really there, so too can breathing in too much carbon monoxide. The power of suggestion. Studies suggest that we are more likely to believe in paranormal experience if someone else who was there can back up our belief. So while we might be able to convince ourselves that we were somehow mistaken about what we saw or heard, we tend to put more stock into someone else's eyewitness account, if it also backs up our suspicions. Drafts As the days get hotter and air conditioning becomes more and more expensive, I rely more on opening windows to cool my home. Opening windows on opposite ends of a room can create a nice breeze, but it can also create cold spots as airflow outside changes, causing cooler air to enter a warmer room. Drafts can also sneak in through chimneys and cause doors to slam or doorknobs to rattle. So before you schedule a seance, try closing a few windows. We enjoy being afraid. Neurologists have found that our brains release dopamine, a chemical associated with pleasure when we are afraid. Exactly how much dopamine and how many receptors we have for receiving it can influence whether you are a person that enjoys being frightened or someone who would rather avoid scary movies or rides altogether. So for some, letting our imaginations run wild with the possibilities of cohabitating with ghosts, although scary, may also produce a bonus euphoric high. So after discussing a brief history of ghosts and the possible scientific explanation behind people having a ghostly experience, all we can say is that ghosts exist only if you believe they do. But hey, who doesn't like a good ghost story? And maybe our science is just not evolved enough to provide material proof of existence of an afterlife. And maybe in the future as science progresses, scientists may be able to find out if ghosts exist. But till then, we'll just have to wait. And with that said, see you next time, bye.